Hey guys, welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant Holy Land. We're two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Tia Johnston, and I'm joined by my co-host, Meredith Hine. Thanks for tuning in today. So on our last episode a couple weeks ago, we talked about the upcoming NFL draft in which Ohio State players we thought would be the first off the board. So now that the NFL draft has happened and 10 total Buckeyes heard their names called, did anything surprise you, Tia? To be honest, I did not expect Damon Arnett to go that high. Um, I wrote an article like four days before the first day of the draft, kind of summarizing all the mock drafts from the experts. And all of them had him going like high to mid second round. And when we were prepping for like our draft content, we pretty much just had like, oh, JK will probably go in the first round. But then, you know, that's probably it after the obvious Chase and uh, Okuda. But then as soon as Damon Arnett was called, like, when did he go? Like, mid Number 18. Yeah. Yeah. I was my... I texted you because I was shocked. Yeah. I gasped. Like, audibly gasped. Um, and then, obviously, I think we can all agree it was shocking how low J.K. Dobbins then did go. Um, most mocks had him going late first, early second. And he even saw quite a few running backs go ahead of him. So, I know Baltimore's GM even said he was shocked that he was still on the board and he called him the one of the best college football players out there um so when something like that happens he said a player that that's as elite as Dobbins falls into your lap you drop all your initial plans and you take him so I think the Ravens are a good spot for Dobbins even if he should have gone higher and you know gotten more money so I have a lot of feelings about Dobbins in particular um but back to Arnett real quick (laughs) I feel like the Raiders just had such a bizarre draft and like it goes back to the days of Al Davis. Like the Raiders have always drafted for strength and speed and not necessarily like football skills. So they decided, I forget which receiver they wound up taking, but you know, they took arguably like the third best receiver in the draft instead of taking who had measured the person who had measured as the best receiver in the draft because the third best receiver was technically faster. And it's like, yeah, so bizarre. And I felt like that continued with their pick of Arnett. Um, Not that, you know, he's going to be a great player at the next level, but it was shocking to see him going so high. But on the note of Dobbins, like when Kansas, first of all, we almost had a first round without any running back selected, which I know Mel Kuyper has been touting as the standard for years. Um, but like Kansas city opts to take a running back other than Dobbins. And you have the analysts talking about how Dobbins would have been a perfect fit for that system. Um, and why wouldn't they have taken, you know, arguably the better back? Yeah. Even if it is like in the first round, you know, and then selfishly, and I'm going to talk about it on my column this week, but I'm so bitter that he's going to Baltimore because that's my (laughs) least favorite NFL team. And I just have a lot of feelings. How am I supposed to cheer for him at the next level? I know. And for a Harbaugh. It's... No. I mean, he's the less evil Harbaugh. I have no problem with John Harbaugh, to be honest. He He's definitely a better coach. So, Dobbins yes, is... I he... mean, head, head to head, he beat his brother in the Super Bowl, so... Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um... I don't know if you saw my tweet, but this is just a real quick story. I, we gave an iPad to my grandma to message in our group chat. 
and she could not figure it out for weeks. Like, we have not heard from her except for, like, a jumble of letters. And then Dobbins gets picked up by Baltimore, and she sends a perfectly worded paragraph complaining about Dobbins going to Baltimore (laughs) with, like, explanation points and everything. I was like, oh, we're we're upset about this. (laughs) I feel like we would get along. (laughs) You definitely would. Yeah, but I feel like one of the other big surprises in the draft was K.J. Hill falling to the seventh round, which is, I feel like, a steal with him going in the seventh round. But, sure. you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but he it feels a lot like Terry McLaurin last season, a receiver that, as a rookie, a lot of people wrote off, but who actually wound up putting up really good numbers in his rookie season. And that's with McLaurin being on the Redskins who were (laughs) absolutely abysmal and had a myriad of issues on offense. Um, But, you know, still managing to make, make, make a name for himself last year. The other receivers that went in the draft, so like CD lamb or Jerry Judy. Oh, it was Jerry Judy who the Raiders four went in favor of um, Henry Ruggs. But like there, he's certainly getting written off in comparison to them, but you know KJ Hill has proven that he can come out and he can dominate. So I'd be looking for him to be able to do that in his rookie season next year. I totally agree, and I think it's his combine performance killed his chances. I think he had like a slow forty time or whatever, and it just makes no sense to me. I always talk about this with my husband, but why? NFL scouts rely so heavily on these 40 times and this and that, as opposed to the film. Like, this isn't all teams, but some teams put so much, like, pressure on these guys to perform well at the Combine. It's all they base. Oh, like the Raiders? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, the KJ, I'm not saying he was, like, a number five overall pick. Like, his film shows that he's, at the very least, a fourth rounder. If I'm going to just like pretend like I'm an expert at this, but because he ran a tad slow on one particular day, I don't know. What do I know? I just, I mean, it almost, it almost feels like the combine should be an opportunity for people who or for players who don't necessarily have all the film on them or who might not be seen. But like we had four years worth of film of KJ Hill playing outstanding teams, you know, right. Ohio state, like, I mean, we had elite bowl games and playoff appearances. So he's playing against elite competition. So you can see how he performs and you have all of that data. So I'm with you. It boggles my mind that um, his combine performance really killed his chances. But you know what? Like it, it sucks for him from his like rookie contract perspective, but he still has an opportunity to like fly under the radar, make his team and um, really prove us all wrong. A little less pressure. Not us. We have faith. Yeah. But prove everyone else wrong. (laughs) For sure. And he gets to live in LA. So, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, moving on, we have a super fun and random show for you today because we just need this type of content right now, you know? So stay tuned for that after a quick ad break. Okay, so in case you missed it, and I will link it in the show article if you did, Meredith and I interviewed each other on the show a couple weeks ago, where we basically just asked each other 10 random questions, and the kicker was we didn't know each other's questions beforehand. So this time, I googled outrageous job interview questions, and I found a website. 
and I rounded up all of the really tricky and hilarious questions, and we're going to answer them today. We do not have our answers prepped, so this is just winging it. Um, and some of these are too funny. I would, I would be screwed if someone actually asked me these during a job interview. So let's just get into it. Meredith, what would you do if you found a penguin in the freezer? <laughs> um, well, as we discussed on the last show, penguins are probably my favorite non-domesticated animal, <laughs> so I'd probably like squeal from just absolute <laughs> excitement. But from there, I think it would depend on like what kind of penguin it is. Sure. If it's like an emperor penguin and it's huge, <laughs> I would probably just be wondering how he made it into the freezer. But if it's what are the tiny penguins like the rock rock hopper penguins like I have no idea. I you're <laughs> you're like a penguin expert to me right now. <laughs> I don't know. I read a news article a couple weeks ago. Actually, it wasn't. A, it was just a tweet. But uh, <laughs> apparently, there's a guy at the Edinburgh Zoo whose job it is to like repl- like restand up penguins who have fallen <gasps> over because the zoo oh is I guess God. close to the airport and the penguins will watch the planes until they fall over. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So I guess if I found a penguin in my freezer, I would imagine that it would have fallen over so I would pick it up again. <laughs> First action. <laughs> and then you would keep him. Well, and then I would keep the him. Case. Of course. Yes. He would he would become part of the Hine tribe. <laughs> okay, moving on. Tia, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Okay, I've shockingly been asked this before, not in a job interview, but by a friend, and we debated it for like a really long time. I have to go with a one horse-sized duck. Because I just feel like ducks are uncoordinated, whereas 100 can... duck-sized horses would, like, the, the they, like, run fast, you know? <laughs> but again, like, why do you have to fight it? Why can't you just, like, <laughs> train it and, like, make it your friend? Because right. I feel like duck-sized horses would be the most adorable thing in the world. This is true. But it also, it would be easier to train one horse-sized duck. I also really like ducks, so... <laughs> I think I would keep it. I would, like, train it, as you said, as opposed to fighting it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, glad that's settled. Um, Okay, how would you sell hot cocoa in Florida? Easy. I would find all of the Midwestern transplants who moved down there (laughs) and who were feeling nostalgic around the holidays. That's brilliant. There's a lot of those. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So that's a short answer. So Tia, (laughs) if you could compare yourself with any animal, which would it be and why? Please don't say a duck. (laughs) Like right now, I've been relating to my dogs in that I, I do the same thing every single day at the same times and just kind of lay around with them. (laughs) Quarantine has turned me into my dogs. So I'm going to go with that. I get that. (laughs) I get that. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you recently? Oh my, I guess. So I don't, did we talk about this on the show? I know we have talked about it, but probably the like funniest thing that's happened lately. And I can say it because I'm all healed up now, but like, I've been like bragging about my yoga prowess and how I've gotten so good at yoga and quarantine. 
And then I was like trying this kind of tricky move. It was like going from a headstand into crow pose and like back into a headstand. And like I fell on my back and just completely ate it and was like on the ground, unable to move for like several minutes. So like, I guess it's, it's, it's funny now because there's a video of it and like, I know when you will look like such an idiot. No, of course I'm not going to upload it. Guys, this is literally like. Like a day after she posted her column about. I, felt, <laughs> I was like so hot on myself. I was like, oh, I'm so great. I can do yoga. And then I'm like, no, I, I can't no. actually. <laughs> so uh, it's not, I guess it's funny now, like I said, because I'm better, but yeah, I was out for a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on, please. Uh, <laughs> So, Tia, you are a new addition to the crayon box. What color would you be and why? Okay. I'm, like, are they asking me to create a new color because I'm a new addition? I don't know. So, this this is a confusing question because are, are we talking, like, the standard, like, eight-pack of crayons or are we talking, like, the deluxe pack right. of crayons with, like, 128 colors? Because right. if it's the latter, that's impossible, in my opinion. Yeah. So, let's go with... The, those basic colors, I'm going to go with yellow. Yellow is speaking to me right now. I don't really know why, because I don't have anything yellow. Like, I don't wear yellow, and I don't decorate with yellow, but I just feel like that's what I would be. I don't nice. know. Nice. Yeah. Okay, if you could only choose one song to play every time you walk into a room for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my god, I'm pulling up Spotify because I don't know. Oh my gosh. Forever? Just every time you walked into a room. Whatever um, that means. I'm trying to think what song I never turn off when it comes on. It'd have to be like a classic. Yeah, for sure. Maybe like Born to Run or like okay. Somebody to Love. Because Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody is my favorite song, but it's not like a song that you want when you like walk into a room, you know? <laughs> yeah. For the rest of your life, right? Yeah, let's go. Let's go with. Actually, let's do "We Are the Champions" because I feel like it gets me every time. Yes, I'm like ready to go. Right. All That's right. <laughs> there we go. Um, if you could get rid of any one state, what would it be, and why did you choose Florida? <laughs> okay, that's funny because I was between Florida and Georgia for reasons we all know at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, the answer is Michigan, but, you know, you you uh, can't get rid of your rival. That's, you have like, to keep the them. politically correct answer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with Michigan, but secretly Florida and Georgia. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? I mean, can I bring two, like, living things? If they're items. I mean, I don't, I don't like to consider... an item. <laughs> well, I don't consider him an item. I also... I didn't think of Dave. I just kind of assumed that he would be on the ship with me. But, like... So my dog and my cat don't count. I mean, I, I need... I do need my phone, unfortunately. So that's one. And then the other would probably be a copy of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, I could probably get that on my phone. So I need another no, object. What you but... need is like a like a 
a um, Wi-Fi thing in an outlet because <laughs> you're not going to yeah. have any service. A phone plus my like <laughs> charger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go with phone and accoutrement for my phone and a Harry Potter book. <laughs> All right, fine. You can have three. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Tia, what is another use for a stapler without staple pins? Is that what they're called? Staple pins? That's what the question said. I just call them staples. <laughs> I know. You have a stapler and you have staple. I mean, staple pins is just like a bougie way of saying it. Um, another use. If I was like really creative, I would figure something out other than a paperweight. That's all I have. That's fair. That's all it does. <laughs> just kind of sits there. If Hollywood made a movie about your life, whom would you like to see play the lead role as you? So I I guess like Brie Larson maybe, but only because she was Captain Marvel and there's this photo, like I have a still of her when she was like at the Air Force Academy and she has like what they call like your PT shirt on. That's like your physical training shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's got, like, blood on it. And, like, I have a picture of myself when I was at the Air Force Academy in my PT shirt. And I had, like, paint on it. <laughs> and we're, like, making kind of the same face. And Ooh. so I feel like we've already – we're already sort of in sync. So yeah. You're both badass. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tia, what did you want to be when you were 10 years old? I think I still, at this point, wanted to be a police officer. <laughs> I know in really? kinder, yeah, for like kindergarten, oh. first, second, most of my childhood, I wanted to be a police officer. I don't know why. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's really cool. And I, I really let my child self down when I grew up and became like a complete wimp. <laughs> there is in no way, shape or form could I be a police officer. <laughs> uh, I had high hopes for adultia. Oh, this is kind of piggybacking off of that question. What would you do if you had a time machine? Um, could we assume that the time machine is actually a time turner? And yeah. okay. Um, I'm really just buying myself time while I think about this. <laughs> I think it would be really cool to like <laughs> is it weird to say like go to old like sporting events and watch them? No. That's like that's a fun answer. I would have I been like, like, stop World War II or something. <laughs> that seems much more likely, but like, I mean. Which sporting I event? I don't know. See, and now I'm thinking about it because I was like, oh, I would kind of like to see the snow bowl. And then I was like, no, I don't. Like, it's, <laughs> it was it had been cold and snowy. No. And also, we have footage of it now. I'm also listening to the history of Rome right now, and I'm thinking very much about how I would not want to go to ancient Rome with my time turner. No. <laughs> that seems Absolutely terrible. Not. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would just say, yeah, like, use it to attend old sporting events. That's a good one. As lame as that sounds. All right. So last question. Um, Tia, you are hosting a dinner party, and you must invite three famous people. Who would you choose and why? Oh, gosh. Okay, I am on a John Mulaney kick. The comedian. Have you ever seen his stand-ups? Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Uh, my work wife is obsessed with him. I, but Oh, yeah. So I 
invite him for comedic relief. Okay, I, I'd invite... Can you use my time turner to retrieve them? <laughs> I know. Do they have to be alive? Um, no. I'd invite Oprah for, like, some life insight and advice. And I'd invite Joanna Gaines <laughs> for, like, interior decorating and recipes. Those are my three. I don't know why so you're I gonna put, put so much thought into that. <laughs> As if it's actually going to happen. <laughs> Might as well plan for it. Yeah, I feel good about that. Um, but yeah, that was our last question. Not that you needed to know any of this information, but, um, you know. But before we break, we do have some shout outs. So Meredith, want to go first? Yeah, so this is a little ethereal, and I'm also staring at the results of it right now. But like, thanks to Spring for still coming. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's weird as this year has been, like, it's nice to see, like, flowers come up. So Dave recently decided to plant, like, herbs. So I'm staring at one, two, three, four, five pots of herbs that he has planted. And they've just started to, they've started to shoot up. And it's just wonderful to, like, watch things grow and to have, like, you know, something. Well, piggybacking off of that, I'm shouting out everybody who is still doing their part by social distancing because I've been seeing a lot of posts um, just about people struggling with it. I think we're just to the point where everybody is so beyond over it. And I think it's especially because the weather is turning nicer and everybody just wants to be like on patios with a margarita or, you know, so... Just another PSA, real quick. In Ohio, where a lot of businesses are about to reopen, just please keep fighting through it and practicing social distancing because if everybody starts going to whatever's open, like the stores, it's just going to prolong this whole thing. So we've gotten this far. We might as well just see it through and keep fighting through it. And I will jump off my soapbox now. That is all we have for today. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at Tia Johnston underscore, Meredith at Meredith Hine, and the site at LandGrant33. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl, and as always, go Bucks.